What's happening? Welcome to Thursday's show. Good morning, studio. Morning. Thank you, guys. Everybody listening. Just appreciate you. I was watching this story this morning, and so a teenager was hit by a van, which stinks, and they were about to take his organs out and donate them, but right before they did that, he started breathing on his own, and he like woke up right before they started taking his organs out. What? This is like a funeral sometimes, when they're like, yep, Uncle Benny, he died. And all of a sudden, he starts twitching when he's in the <laughs> box? In a heartwarming case of it ain't over till it's over, the story reads, their son, Lewis Roberts, has made a truly miraculous recovery. He was struck by a van while walking down a road on March 13th. Just a few days later, doc- doctor said, hey, uh, he had brainstem death. Essentially, he's passed away. So the family goes, well, we want to donate his organs. So they schedule the surgery. Right before the surgery, he started breathing on his own. All of a sudden, they notice him going, <sighs> and he's slowly getting better now. They've even started a, a fundraising effort. So far, there have been a few thousand bucks to get him back on his feet. How nuts is that? The doctor said he's dead. They put it on the old Apple calendar. Well, we'll take his, his organs at this point of the day. And then he starts breathing. That is a that is wild. Is he accept, expected to be like make it fully yeah. recover? Yeah. Wow. They just keep saying he's continuing to show signs of improvement. Anyway, I thought that story was wild. Um, I do want to talk about this too as we start the show. Eddie, not always known for as a big idea guy. Would you say that? I mean, I don't know what that means, but I... I, I would say you're not. <laughs> however, I'm going to give you a little credit here. I would say Eddie's not a big idea guy. He doesn't have like, oh, we should do this. This would be good for the show or this would be a big segment. <laughs> He, Eddie just shows up and says witty things back. Like, that's his strength. <laughs> that's my job. Okay. Well, <laughs> your real job is to edit videos and run cameras. Right. But I think you're the funniest person on the show because you are the quickest witted. And I think you and I have the funniest conversations. That being said, you're not the big idea guy. However, you have a big idea that I think you're onto something here. Now, I've been kind of telling people, hey, if you're going to get big on TikTok, you have to find your lane. Don't just goofy dance. Nobody cares. Everybody does that. So I told Eddie... Just open boxes on TikTok. People will watch that. <laughs> you know, I've kind of I've kind of taken mine where, you know, I tell stories from inside country music, things that have happened to me, and also do kind of what the New York Post did with blind items. But Eddie has come up with the way for Lunchbox to be a TikTok star, and I think it's a pretty good idea. Has he told you yet, Lunchbox? No. What does he want me to do? Eddie, take it away. Okay. Oh so, so I'm just going to preface by saying that I've been thinking a lot about this because it's just been on my mind trying to figure out TikTok. And there are so many things that you can do on there. Perfectly for Lunchbox, though, it would be walking the streets, looking in garbage cans, wherever, finding food that's like half eaten or like a can that still has a little bit of beer left in it and then drink or eat the rest of it. So you want him eating food from the garbage from restaurants? Anywhere, Bones. Like if you're at a hotel and you're walking in the hallway and you see somebody's leftover room service, you're like, all right, here's some toast. Let's try it. Let's eat I it. I would watch that. <laughs> I would follow that person. Right? That's what I'm saying. I would be grossed out, but I would follow that person. <laughs> oh I would go, my. what's Lunchbox up to today? I wonder where he is. And then all of a sudden he's outside of an AMC movie theater. <laughs> And he's like, I'm going in. Let's see what we find under the seats. And then he's under the seats. Oh, looks like somebody didn't eat all their milk duds. That's what I'm I talking about. I would watch that guy. 
Man, that's crazy. I mean, I've done that. I mean, I, listen, eating food, like I found cotton candy under seats at baseball games, eat it, you know, things like that. That's no big deal. But trash cans, that, like if it's on the ground, I'm okay with it. The trash can is what kind of weirds me out. Uh, Would you, if there was food sitting outside of someone's hotel room, like half-eaten oh, room I've done that. Oh, yeah. see, wouldn't that be great, Bones? Lunchbox, you got to do this. Oh, I've done it off Denny's tables, like when the, the, they leave their food and they just leave food there. <laughs> just reach over and grab it. Like a cheeseburger. Say there's a half-eaten cheeseburger. He just says, uh, should I eat this? Uh, TikTok, watch this. And he eats it. Yeah, that's what you got to do. Huh. Thank Eddie for your new lane. <laughs> Enough with the dopey dances. Let's go. Let's eat some food. Oh, man. Eddie, thank you for the idea. Yeah, you're welcome. Man. Consider me your first follow when you get that up. Wow. I guess I got to go look for some food on the street today. Well, it can be anywhere. Oh. There's, yeah, I mean, there's probably uh, food in the break room, right? That's just like an entry level. Like, here's a half-eaten donut from the guy that works at the rock station. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, hey, I got a good stomach. I can eat food. I, I like food, and free food is even better. So, I mean, it sounds kind of interesting. Think about that. All right. Don't say Eddie never did anything for you. That's I right. Now, for- Bones, do I get a cut from the money he makes on TikTok? No, he's not going to make any money. Oh, he's and not. And then you're not. What, what, where's my cut from you <laughs> oh, opening boxes? The boxes, yeah. yeah. And I have even opened your mail, so yeah, you're right. Why are you not opening any more boxes, by the way? I got one today. I'm opening. You, dude, you need to open a box every day. I could, Bones, there, are, there aren't enough boxes. I'm trying, and you know my next. Hey, thing, that's that's loser language. Wow. You know, you know my next oh. thing though is to call my friends like and just be like, hey, can I come by and open a box? Yeah, go by Eddie. That's your lane. <laughs> go places and open boxes. Hey, see if John Party has any boxes that I need to open. I'll just go by there and open them. It is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. All right. From a teenager that emails the show, he writes, Hello, Bobby Bones. My name is Evan. I'm 14 years old. I just got my school learner's permit, and in two months I get my learners, which means I can drive to school by myself. But my parents are not warmed up to the idea of me driving by myself, but they let me drive with them all the time. My question is, how can I ask them to drive without making them mad? At what age did you start driving yourself to school? Thanks, Evan. In Arkansas, I got my permit at 14. And so a lot of people didn't get theirs until 15 and a half, depending what state they were in. So when people told me that, I was like, you guys had to wait a year and a half to get your permit? What, you get your permit when? I got my learner's permit at 15, and I didn't start driving until I was 16. I didn't get my learner's permit at all. I just got my license at 16. Really? Yep. And then, and then my dad bought me a car, and I couldn't drive it until I was 18. Even what? though you had a license at 16? Correct. Why? It's because he didn't trust me, really. He bought you a car and uh, you couldn't drive it It was a cool 18? Jeep, too. It was yeah. awesome. I got to look at it, but couldn't drive it. Well, I was 14. I was driving probably a little more than I should have been, mostly for necessity. You know, my mom had an old beat-up Subaru that I ended up taking later, and sometimes I just had to go to the store. And so I would just drive by myself. I think I had to grow up a bit quicker than most people. So I'm not going to compare my situation to yours. And I probably wasn't even as responsible as I was. And at 14, I was very responsible. I don't think I was ready to drive. Not, <laughs> yeah, not, you're 14, not just man. because of me, but because of all the people on the road too. Like people are still idiots. Um, Evan, I'm going to have to side with your parents here. I think you can ask them and say, hey, now that I have my permit, is there anything I can do to prove to you that I can just drive to school? But first of all, how far is it to school? What intersections do you have to go through? What's a highway? What's the situation? Yeah. I, need, oh. I need to know all of this. I, wh- and still, I'm probably going to say no. But here's the conversation at 14, Evan, that you can have with your parents. Because you can legally drive to school. If Can you imagine a cop pulling over a 14-year-old and, oh. and, and it being legal? 
So I would say, hey, my permit says I can drive to school. What can I do to prove to you that I'm able to drive to school? And they may say turn 15 or 16. That's what you can do to prove it. But maybe there is some sort of path for you to get to try occasionally. 14 is way too young for me to go, Mm -hmm. you can do it, man. That just seems like a kid doing an extremely adult thing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, my daughter's turning 14 next month. She's not driving anywhere. (laughs) A bit different. Yeah. She's adopted, came over, is a bit behind in some ways. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even for me, I look back at 16, I, I need to 16's too young. See, I know, like <laughs> I think of like, I was driving, I lived far from my high school. I had to get on I-35, like a major highway for like miles and miles. It would take me an hour to get to school. I was in bumper to bumper traffic. It was not good. And we didn't have cell phones back then either. So like sometimes if I needed something, I had to pull off, find a gas station, go to a pay phone. <laughs> Like, Back in our day. <laughs> or if I ran out of gas, which I did multiple times, it was trouble. So you say 14 no-go, period. Yeah, I don't think so. Sorry, buddy. Eddie? No, nah, Evan needs to realize it's the most nerve-wracking thing for a parent to let their child drive. And at 14, way too young. I think you're way too young too, Evan. But I'm going to give you a plan to talk to them. And that is, hey, what can I do to get to drive to school? Mm-hmm. They're probably not going to let you, and I agree with that. But maybe they, maybe you're so responsible that they go... Or maybe there's a necessity. We don't know all those details. So approach your parents and say, hey, I can now drive. You've driven with me. Like, what can I do to prove to you that I can just drive to school? And see what they say. Again, they may say turn 16. But They have, may not. I know. But have that conversation. Let us know how it goes. There is a sliver of hope. Not all a right. lot, but there's a sliver, Evan. And that's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. You can reach out to the mailbag. Morgan, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. There you go. All right, let's see if Lunchbox can make any money here. Lunchbox has his hand out. We'll go and hold his hand. (laughs) This is so awkward. (laughs) And see if he can identify the person just by a single hand hold. Okay, I'm going to get off the mic now, and Scuba Steve's going to go first. Okay. And and what you... Oh, crap, lost my headphones. What you'll do is... Just talk us through, because if I'm talking, he'll know it's not me. All right, so we have the first person walking up right now, Lunchbox. They're coming up towards you on your left side. So am I going to... They're going to grab your hand here in about three seconds. Okay. And then do I tell you whose hand it is, or do I wait till the... Well, I mean, I may get confused, but I don't know when you want me to tell you the answer. Okay, hand's coming in right now. Hold the hand, interlock fingers. Oh, that's a dude hand. That is definitely a dude hand. Okay, they let go of the hand. The person is walking back. (laughs) Ah, dude, and <laughs> who do you think it was, Lunchbox? I think, I mean, the fingers were so long that I don't think it could be one of the girls. I don't think it could be, could be M2 or um, Amy, but I think they were a little moisturized, so I'm going to go with Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he thinks number one is Bobby. All right, let me write that down. Yep. All right, next person up. Go ahead. Number two. <laughs> Number two is leaving their seated area. Walking up. I'd say about five seconds, you're going to get a hand inside your hand, Lunchbox. Oh, gosh. This is so weird. He or she is coming up right now. Okay. Hand connection right now. Tell us what you're feeling and who do you think it is. Oh, God. Oh, don't rub my hand. No, no, that's a dude <laughs> hand again. That's a dude hand again. That's a dude hand. And they're, they're rubbing my their thumb on me. They're rubbing their, they're, now they're not letting go. All right, all right, enough, 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 enough. That's another dude hand. I may have got the first one wrong. Are you, cha- are you changing? 
Ah, you can change if you want. No, I don't. I don't want to change. I don't want to change. But that that had to be a dude hand too. Unless Amy's got dude hands, and I just don't know. <laughs> There's only two guys, though. Right, and I never. But I felt like there was hair on that hand, and so I feel like Amy wouldn't have, or Morgan number two wouldn't have hair on their hands. We are mammals. We have hair on our body. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go with Eddie on that one. All right, Eddie. Was Eddie, number two on his list. Okay, next one up. Dang, this is tough, man. This next person's getting up. Ah, this is weird. This Walk is weird. in your direction. Uh, All right, the person is almost there. Uh, he or okay. she will grab your hand right now. Those are tiny hands. They tried to squeeze real hard to make me think they were tough. I feel like that that hand was so small. So it has to be the smallest person in the room. It has to be Morgan number two because she's like tiny. So I'll go with Morgan number two on that one. That's your answer? That's my answer. So without touching the fourth person, it has to be Amy if you're if you're good on the other three. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I probably need to touch it, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're probably good. If you're good on the other three, we're probably good. <laughs> but what, what if I'm wrong? Okay. Uh, Amy, do you want you, – you can – he already said it was Amy. Here we go. The, fir- the first person you can put your mask on. The first person you said was Bobby. That was me. Yeah. Um, the answer is for five dollars, it was me. Boom! <laughs> Boom! I, yeah. Eddie threw me his wedding ring to put it on, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was my right hand. <laughs> Did I, you feel the ring? No, I couldn't feel the ring at all. Oh, oh great. Uh, I tried. Next up, you you thought the next man hand. Was Eddie, except that hand was Eddie. Yeah! <laughs> what up? What up? And then the smallest hand was Morgan. Oh my goodness! I am rich. Boom! 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 <laughs> and Amy was four. Amy, hey, I'm sorry you didn't get to hold my hand. You That's made right. you made twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Nice job, Lunchbox. Well, that was a pretty dumb segment, yeah, huh? Pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Blake Shelton's Smithworks Vodka brand released new drinks inspired by his favorite drink, lemonade. Their hard seltzer lemonades coming in four flavors, lime, lemon, strawberry, and peach tea. And they're out now. Florida Georgia Line's Brian Kelly just announced he signed with Warner Music Nashville to release his solo projects. He wiped his Instagram page and started teasing some new music with the phrase, Beach Cowboy. Hillary Scott of Lady A talks about raising confident daughters. I want to continue to nurture that in them. And the best way that I can do that is to lead by example. So, you know, over these last several months, especially just trying to dig into the personal work to make sure that I'm I'm the strongest I can be for them. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There was a car accident in Sacramento where a semi-truck had turned over on its side and there was a woman trapped. Well, luckily for her, Nicholas Lee, a former defensive back in college, he runs and starts... Punches out the windshield and pulls her out. He punched out the windshield? That's heroic. Wow. Yeah, Nicholas Lee. I guess he was a defensive tackle, not defensive back. But yeah, big dude, punched out the windshield. That's still crazy. That's a a hard punch. Yes, that's superhero stuff. I don't think even if my life was on the line, I could punch through a windshield. Mm -mm, Or you you think you could kick through one? Maybe. Oh. We might do a test on that. That's got to be so hard. He used his fists and feet. Okay. So 
Maybe he started it with his feet and then finished it with his fist. Or maybe he started with his fist and went, ow. Maybe. And then started kicking. Either way, great stories. What's his name again? Nicholas Lee. Shout out, Nicholas Lee. Thank you very much. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Lunchbox came in strong with a win last week. The score is one to zero as we play Amy versus Lunchbox. We Googled trivia questions for dudes. We Googled trivia questions for ladies and we switch it up. Lunchbox gets the ladies ones. Amy gets the dude ones. Good? Good. Good. Up first, Amy's questions. Amy, who owns the Xbox gaming franchise? What? Who owns Xbox? (sighs) Okay. I feel like Nintendo is a different gaming system. Xbox is... Who owns Xbox? Is it Nintendo? Is this another way for Nintendo to make money? This is the game. Oh. Oh. Do I have? No, I have a Nintendo is PS4. It's different. PlayStation? PlayStation is different than Xbox. They're rivals. I feel like Adidas? <laughs> That's a shoe company. Oh, oh, probably like a computer company. Like. Five seconds? I know. Your answer is? Adidas. Incorrect. <laughs> Lunchbox. Nintendo. Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't play video games. So yeah. You were on the right track. Okay, but I, I don't know. It was Microsoft. A computer company does own Xbox. Yeah. So no points well, there. I was going to say Dell if I said a computer company. So. Oh. <laughs> Next up, Seaside Heights Beach was the main location for what popular reality show? Seaside Heights Beach. That was the main location for what popular reality show? Seaside Heights Beach. This is a guy question? Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 Jim Tan Laundry. Um, GTO. Jersey Shore. GTO doesn't do Jim, Jim Tan, Tan Laundry. GTO. <laughs> GTO's a Mustang. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Jersey Shore. Correct. Woo! Amy, other than football... An oval-shaped ball is used in what sport? Okay, soccer, basketball, the hockey, uh, rugby? Rugby. Is that your answer? Yeah. Correct. Woo! Nice. Wow. <laughs> That's a big get there. Dang hey. it. I was so close to Microsoft, too. I would have gone three for three. I would have should have. Yeah, you got them all right. You would have been three for three. You're right. <laughs> if, the, if the queen had testes, she'd be king. You I know. know. I know. You're right. You know. All right. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, here we go. Lunchbox. Yep. In the movie Legally Blonde, Reese Witherspoon's character majored in what subject before going to law school? Huh? Have you ever seen Legally Blonde? Yeah, I fell asleep in the movie theater. In, in the college. movie Legally Blonde, Reese Witherspoon's character majored in what subject before going to law school? Uh, fashion. Correct. What? Wow. I had. Uh, wow. Okay. You think he really knew it? Yes. He was uh, like, I don't know. I never. <laughs> I fell asleep. Uh, I don't know. Fashion. No, I tried to just think of what is opposite of law school. I mean, I literally fashion? had no idea. <laughs> fashion the opposite. opposite of law huh. Lunchbox. What part of the body do women bake as part of a beauty routine? Do what? What part of the body <laughs> do women bake as part of a beauty routine? 
women bake something. What do they bake? Oh, man, if I'm a woman and I want to bake these. It's uh, part of a beauty routine. Uh, they bake their face. The answer is face. <laughs> wow. What, what is that? I don't know. I don't even know what that means. Wait, yeah, what is that beauty routine? Wait. I don't know. Okay, I'm just curious. I have no idea about women's stuff. I, I just went the opposite of butt. <laughs> bake their face. Never baked my well, face. Well, you might want to get on it, Amy. Maybe it's a thing. Amy's writing it down. <laughs> wow. Lunchbox. Yep. What is it called when women go to get their acrylic nails touched up? For example, I'm going to get a blank. Oh, it's easy. A fill. Correct. What? What? How did you know that? How did you know a fill? I've heard that term before. Don't know what it means. I mean, I didn't know that's what it meant, but. (laughs) How did you do that? Three for three. (laughs) (laughs) Hit that song. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. How did you know that for real? March Madness in full I, effect, I, I, baby. No, no, Anything I, can happen. Uh, wow. Woo. Nice win. Lunchbox is now up two to zero as they played a Dang. five. Amy's all I know, I'm looking up. on her phone. Nope, She's like, I'm, she, no, she checked out. She's, I'm looking up baked face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what that is. So Lunchbox, you and your wife are sleeping in separate rooms? Yeah, I woke up two days in a row, and my wife's gone. She's out of the bed, and I looked at her, and I said, I went downstairs. I'm like, hey, what's going on? She goes, you have started snoring, and you're keeping me up at night. Wait, you didn't always snore? Nah, I've never snored in my life, so I don't believe her. There's no way I snore. Why would I be snoring all of a sudden? And she recorded me while I was sleeping. It's crazy that you've never snored, and now you've started. Is it, uh, are you, like, sinus up, or... Uh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe there's some allergies going on. I don't know, but I've never snored in my life, and this has never been a problem. And she was like, "It is like it's so loud. You wake me up, and I had to go downstairs because I couldn't sleep." Okay, here we go. Here is Lunchbox snoring. Breathe really fast too. That's that like amazing. a because okay. I, I I sleep with my mouth open, so maybe that's why it sounds so loud. I don't know, but I've never snored in my life, and that is what she got from me sleeping, and that's why she went downstairs. Does it sound like his snores are pretty rapid? They're like I was hearing like a drill, like a. Here, let's hear it again, Ray. Like, I don't feel like you're giving enough time to exhale. It's like... (laughs) Yeah, like, something's up. You should go to the doctor. Something's going on. Oh, I hope they put one of those big machines on you. No! No, I don't want to wear that mask. No way. (laughs) Would you do a a sleep study? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I I don't even know what that means, but what do they do? They watch you sleep and they write down notes or what? You you get naked and they they (laughs) Why do you have to be naked? Well, because they want to make sure. They want to look at your whole body. Yeah, it's to be natural. You don't even get a blanket. (laughs) You lay, you lay on a rubber mattress naked, and they what? watch you sleep. 
wouldn't you? I mean, they got to put it at a good temperature then, because you're going to be freezing. They do. They put the temperature at what your desire is, but you have to be naked while you do it. There's wires everywhere, so yeah, you're gonna yeah. get in the way. Yeah, I mean, if that's what that? I, I mean, I'll do it if that's what I need to do. <laughs> like, does it sound that bad? It sounds, it sounds bad. unhealthy, yeah. Especially if it's not normal for you. That means there's something going on. One more time from the top, Ray. <laughs> it's very it's very wet. Oh. <laughs> Still going. Yeah, it feels like when we'd start the flat bottom, we had a little avenue on the back of it. <laughs> yeah, it's not turning, man. <laughs> do you feel like this is age, Lunchbox? Maybe you do start snoring with age. I don't know. I mean, I am a young 39 right now, so oh. maybe at 39 you start snoring. I have no idea. But if I'm snoring that loud that I'm keeping her up, that's a problem. Yeah, it's got to be something happening in your body right now. Do you think, I'll ask you this question. I saw it in the news. I'll ask all you guys. Do you think you peak or that you've peaked already. What age do you think people peak at, Amy? Oh, I mean, I feel, uh, I feel like I still have. Oh boy. I, <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Fine. Let's be honest. Okay, fine. I peaked probably at like thirty-three. <laughs> <laughs> but I just turned forty, and I feel good, kind of. Yeah. I feel kind of good. You can, if you think you haven't peaked yet. No, feel, feel, no, feel no. free to say that. We're just giving no, you a hard time. No, the, I know. I'm in denial. I peaked earlier. When do you think you peaked? <laughs> Probably 35. Okay. I'll go right in the middle between 30 and 40. Eddie? Yeah, the peak has come and gone, my friends. 35 is kind of probably when I was like just flying high. I was in shape. Bones, you helped me get in shape. I was feeling really good. My body didn't ache. Now, I mean, dude, I'm in physical pain 24-7. Most people think that the peak age is like 37 or so. Okay. Lunchbox, when did you peak? I would say probably 24, 25. I mean, that was when I was my at my peak of partying i was able to drink the most i ever had i was just looking good the probably the best i've ever looked in my life i still look great but i mean just the women factor that i had around me and just every like but you're married now if you weren't married you'd still have women around you you're right but i wouldn't have as many i don't think you're right i don't so i would say 24 25 was when i was really just bam that's when the peak was I think I'm peaking right now. Is that possible? Yeah. Uh, well, how come you can peak now and I can't? No, you were, You said you hadn't gotten there yet. You said no. you hadn't gotten there yet, Amy. You're still had some, that's ridiculous. You still had a few years. <laughs> like, I think right now I'm in my peak and I see that it could not be peaking soon. So I'm taking advantage of it. Like, this is my last run to probably be in pretty good shape. As, like, in general. I don't want to be in good shape. I'll be in good shape for an older guy eventually. But, but I have all my hair still, which is great. I think I'm peaking right now. Career-wise, life-wise, this is it for me. I give it about another 18 months, and we'll start slipping down. <laughs> start going I, down now. Yeah, yeah. But do you disagree, Amy? I get, I'm No, I feel like you have a lot going on right now. So this is, yeah, you're... Right, like I'm about to get married yeah, you're for peaking. the first time. Yeah, peak away. Why are you hating right now? You're, you have a hating. hater tone right no, now. No, I don't. I just, I I hadn't really thought about it, but I guess, yeah. I mean, now she's depressed. This <laughs> ruined her whole week. You're peaking. We've all, you're peaking now. We've all peaked. 
Lunchbox peaked in his 20s. He's coming out a long time ago. <laughs> but I just hope there's more to come. Can you have a second peak? Can sure. you peak? Okay. You can have little mini peaks in different yeah. life stages. Yeah, I'm going to have some mini peaks. Yeah. Coming there up. There you go. Wait for it. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. I'm in for Amy this segment. Are you sitting down? Eddie, you down? I'm down. Because it's time to announce that music festivals are back. Well, it's one festival, but we'll take it. Colorado's 2021 Country Jam is happening June 24th through the 26th. People <laughs> like Luke Combs, Toby Keith, Carrie Underwood, Kip Moore, Ashley McBride, Hardy, Travis Denning, Craig Morgan, Elaine Wilson. Boom. It's just good to announce that normality is creeping back in. I will also say this. I don't want to give away too much, but Eddie and I have something up our sleeve. Bigger than we've ever done before. Ooh. Can't wait to tell America about it. I'm going to leave it there, but it's it's almost time for us to get back to some normal. Um, they talk about helping kids learn a good April Fool's Day prank, which you know, obviously today's April Fool's Day. Do you let your kids prank, Eddie, or no? I mean, I haven't done one really to them. I think the one of the best ones I ever saw, though, was when there wasn't school and uh, the dad got their kids ready and they like got up early and got their backpacks and everything and made them stand outside. And it's like a, a whole hour. Like, Just kidding. <laughs> there's no school today. Well, the story talks about how you should teach your kids to do pranks and that a good prank is when everyone is laughing at the end. Not just the prankster. Right. <laughs> Which is rare. Yeah, that'd be a good prank. <laughs> That's like just a fun day. That's a good prank. <laughs> but they talk about stuff like get some plastic bugs and freeze them into ice cubes or hide them in drawers or like googly eyes. Are you a good sport when it comes to getting pranked? Yes. Like, okay. Absolutely. Like yeah. you don't get just mad and, and like no. walk away and stomp. This is what I like about getting pranked. If you prank me, you were going to get it three times back. Oh Harder. Boy. <laughs> yeah, it's a competition to me. So, yes. Yeah, bring the prank. It's all good. As long as you don't like spill something on a nice shirt of mine or something like that, I'm all good. Uh, Heinz introduces new Ketchili and Buffer Ranch condiments. Buffer Ranch is a cool, creamy ranch dressing with a spicy buffalo sauce. Which, by the way, makes sense because when I have wings and they have buffalo sauce and I use ranch dressing, I'm basically already doing Buffer Ranch. Yeah, it sounds delicious. Sweet Ketchili is ketchup with tangy Thai sweet chili sauce. That one I don't know as much about. There's also wasabioli, a blend of spicy wasabi and garlic aioli. How about hanch? What do you think that is, Eddie? Hanch. Uh, hanch. They have no idea. Maybe hot, so- with- hot sauce and ranch. Oh. How about tarchup? Tarchup. So tartar sauce with ketchup. Nice. Is that Good what job. that is? Yeah. Uh, if you have a shopping addiction, well, join the club. Americans spend about $5,000 per year on impulse buys. A new study finds that 20% of the purchases adults make are done impulsively, costing more than $5,000 each year. How impulse buy are you, Eddie? I don't buy anything. My wife impulse buys, but I don't I, I don't buy anything, like unless we just need it at the house, and then I'll go to Amazon and just click, like light bulbs and things like that. I only impulse buy. <laughs> you were, dude, for a while there with shoes, you were impulse buying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Luke Bryan shares a horrifying fish hook accident. I saw it. He said, I'm pretty sure that's in my bone. Luke Bryan's day of fishing went seriously awry. He got on social media and showed two prongs of a fishing lure embedded oh. in his hand. Oh. Here's a clip from Instagram. Well, this is going to leave a mark. Pretty sure that's in my bone. Is <laughs> all the way in. They had to go to the doctor. He's what? laughing about it. Nothing you can do. Oh, 
When I was a kid, my grandmother pulled back and the hook went into my jaw all the way in. And she threw, like tried to throw the line out, but it didn't go because it was in my jaw. It like went in the soft spot of my jaw. Luckily, it didn't go into my eye. I shouldn't have been that close to her. She was... Well, now you, you know, think about it. Yeah, it yeah. I mean, I was like, oh, I was like five, but I remember that. A new dating app is only available on Thursdays. It's called Thursday, and well, it's only active on Thursdays. Yep, you can only chat, message, and find potential love interests one day of the week, but the idea is to cut down on small talk and let users get on more actual dates. There you go. That's the pile of stories. Thank you very much. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So you may remember the little girl who was selling Girl Scout cookies and she was doing her sales pitch outside on someone's porch and the doorbell cam caught her practicing. Hello, I'm Allie. Would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? Well, you can buy them $5 in each. So would you like one? That's our practicing before they open the door. So cute. So her mom posted it on Facebook, and then it just started to catch on. People from all over the country were wanting to buy cookies from her. She sold 3,750 boxes, but I don't think some of the people wanted their boxes. They just wanted to support her. So from that, she was able to take the boxes that were sold and donate them to nursing homes and send them to people where it really might brighten their day, healthcare workers. And then her Girl Scout troop, her name is Allie Schreuer, by the way, they were able to donate $1,000 to pediatric cancer research using the money from some of her sales. (laughs) That's really cool. And shout out to everybody who bought cookies or just sent money. It just makes me think, Lunchbox, if there were doorbell cameras 20 years I ago, know. and you were doing your pitch for the candy bars. <laughs> Do you understand as she's reading that story? That is literally what popped in my head. Like, oh, she did that. Imagine if I would have been having all this technology when I was a kid. I would have set world records for selling world's finest chocolate with almonds in the middle. And I was wondering if you'd like to buy any. I was so freaking good. But how old were you? Eight. Nine years old, seven, eight, nine. I mean, I was so good. I I could sell anything. Like in high school, my sister for the softball team, they had to sell blow pops. I'm talking blow pops. to. I would go door to door for her and sell the blow pops. I would sell three boxes a day. I was that good. And those little fold out things that were like $30 a piece that no one bought. I sold a hundred items out of that thing. You should do that on the weekends. I was so good. Like, you're, you're always looking to make money right. in your yeah. way to sell something. Why don't you blow go pops. into sales? Like, yeah, go back into blow pops. <laughs> like, no, no, no. like, what was your sales pitch for blow pops? I don't even remember. I just talked about... A lollipop with gum. I was so good at sales. My friend AJ had a little sister who was in Girl Scouts. His mom would take me to sell the Girl Scout cookies. I sat out in front of Tower Records on the Dragon Austin by UT, <laughs> and I'm the one that did the selling for her so she could get her badge. Did you get any the clip of that money? No, I got no clip of that money, but I honed my skills. Oh. Like, I had a job offer from Wrangler when I was 18 years old. When I graduated high school, they were ready to hire me. To Wrangler do boots? Sell jeans. Jeans? How would that go? Where are those famous jeans with a W on the butt? <laughs> Not sure how that was going to go, but I was. <laughs> they, were, like they, were, they were like, the minute you graduate high school, we want you. Nice. But well, what I, happened? I went to college. Oh. I wasn't ready for that working life. I was ready for that party life. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I was so okay. good. Jesus, girl, congratulations to her, but I, I would have crushed her. Hey, that's a good story, Amy. It's mm-hmm. a good story, Lunchbox. That's what it's all about. 
That was Tell Me Something Good. Scuba Steve is going to handle the investigative corny today. Big pressure, Scuba Steve. Are you ready? I'm ready, but I feel it. Let's do it. We have 90 seconds to guess the end of this joke. Team, are you ready? We're ready. ready. All right, let's go. The morning corny. So what's the loudest kind of pet that you can get? What's the loudest kind of pet that you can get? Yeah. 90 seconds starts now. Uh, loudest, loudest pet. A speaker pet. Screaming. Sound pet. Cocker spaniel. Sound horn pet. Trumpet. Trumpet. Tr- trumpet. Trumpet. That's it. Dang, Bones, you're a good. What? It's a trumpet because it's a loud. Tr- a trumpet. Trumpet. Does that make sense? A trumpet? Yes. Because I was thinking, like, you know, you can do, like, some kind of animal that's, like, a screaming toad or whatever, but I don't know any of those. So you got to go trumpet. Oh, I didn't think about screaming toad. <laughs> so it's either screaming toad or trumpet. I don't even know if that's a real thing or not. All right, we feel good about trumpet? Trumpet? I love Trump- it. Trumpet? I don't even understand it. There's no trumpet. No, no, no. Trumpet, a like trumpet. a horn. And it's loud. Oh. Oh, boy. Like, that's how you spell trumpet. Right. And it's P-E-T at the end. Okay, then maybe that makes sense. Okay, I was trying to think of an actual animal. The trumpet. What's the question, Scuba Steve? It's what's the loudest kind of pet that you can get? A trumpet. It's a trumpet. A trumpet. Okay, let's hear it. Hit us back, Ray. The morning corny. So what's the loudest kind of pet that you can get? What's the loudest kind of pet that you can get? It's a trumpet. Guys, dang, bones, just like that. You ready? Well, yeah, that's what we're sitting here. Clear eyes, clear eyes, full hearts, can't Can't lose. (laughs) Nice job, Scuba Steve. Nice job, team. Raymundo, our audio producer, was on a date with his wife. I saw you guys on your Instagram story painting things. What was that about? Well, and I actually recommended to any guy out there. So you just, uh, it's called a sip and paint. So the females like to do the wine. I'm not even a big red wine guy. But as a dude, you have to then go paint. But it also kind of, it's a couple's thing. So it brings you together. It's about an hour class. And there's a professional there. She teaches you how to paint. And I, I thought it was going to be pretty god-awful, but I <laughs> I semi-was able to get through it because it was so quickly. She was able to mix your colors for you so you know exactly what you're working with. Otherwise, it's probably not going to be the right colors. But it was it was kind of fun, and my painting actually turned out decent. What was your painting of? Uh, she had everybody in the class do these daisies. They, they were just in a field. And then there was one dude, apparently, he just thought he was like, Mr. Still Your Girl or like the ladies. Man, he drew a female. Like, I, I believe it was a nude woman. He just went rogue. Yes, and I took a picture of him. It was unbelievable. Like, he must just go to these classes trying to pick up chicks, and he paints these <laughs> unbelievable paintings. Because I went afterwards, and I was like, dude, props on that one, man. I'm, t- I'm hiding my painting. You killed it. And you see, this guy who's a really good artist just goes to have his place to kind of show off. I'm telling you, he was there. He had a couple Trulies. He was drinking, and he just acts so casually. And I looked at it once, went back 30 minutes later, and he had an unbelievable picture of a woman. And I was like, this guy is going to clean up at this painting pour. Was, were most people there single or uh, as a couple? It was mixed. We were all married up, but there was definitely some singletons there. Hmm. That's a skill I do not have is painting or drawing or handwriting. Anybody have good handwriting here? I do. You do? Yeah. 
That's a romantic date, though, Ray. Shout out. Did you figure that out, or did she? Uh, it, was, it was her, but then I, I agreed to it. But I'm telling you, it's only an hour. You're in and out. And my wife was so impressed. She goes, I can't believe you decided to do that. I'm like, I can't believe it either, but I did. Well, let me brag a minute on my, my romantic gesture that was just completed. Uh, we go to dinner, and, you know, I, I try. I'm not great at it, but I try to be extremely deliberate now because it's been a, uh, a wildly busy last six or seven months. And we haven't had a lot of time, Caitlin and I, to just spend with not on the road, not at work, no dogs. So we go to dinner. We found a place to go to dinner. It's a nice place. And we go in. And you know what I did, Amy, that, that she loved? I took my phone. I put it in the glove box, glove compartment. And then we went in the restaurant with me with no phone. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I was twitching like I was going through withdrawal. Hello? Yeah, probably. I needed, you know how sometimes smokers will have like a fake cigarette? Uh-huh, you needed like your I needed, phone. Yeah, I need something to hold or to like mm. keep lifting up to look at if I had any texts. But I did it and she was very impressed by that. I think and that that's awesome. Thank you very much. Eddie, what have you done romantic lately? <laughs> what a jerk. Like, I, you know I have nothing. Well, like, not romantic, but what have you done? I cooked dinner last night. It's pretty nice. She didn't have okay. to do anything. But Great. do you normally do that? Nah, once a week maybe. And I, w- I cleaned up afterwards. I wouldn't say romantic. I would say thoughtful. Because me taking my phone and leaving it in the right. glove box is not romantic. Gotcha. But, but I felt like I was really looking out for what I think she would like. And so you cooked, Eddie? <laughs> cooked, and then I cleaned up afterwards. What'd you cook? <laughs> uh, I used the air fryer. Man, I cooked uh, a whole chicken last night. Amazing. In 70 minutes. I got Eddie an air fryer for his birthday. He had never used one. What happened? T- tell me about this thing. Bones, I wish I knew more about it other than it is amazing. I don't know how it works, but you basically put your food in there, you set it up whatever time it tells you, and it's done. It's, I mean, everything I put in there has come out better than I've ever done in the oven. Mm-hmm. Ever. It's unbelievable. Is it fair to say that you are a believer? <laughs> yes, I'm a believer because I bought one for my dad like, I don't know, three years ago for Christmas, and he talked all about it. I'd roll my eyes. And I just like, to me, it's like, oh, George Foreman Grill, like whatever. I'm a real chef. I like to cook. I take pride in my cooking. So I always rolled my eyes at this thing. And Bones, there's no other way to cook other than this thing. I am a believer of the air fryer. (laughs) There he is. Yeah, the air fryer is legit. And I knew it wasn't the most spectacular gift to you when you opened it. You were like, oh, an air fryer. I was like, trust me, you will be back. And you will tell me that this thing is amazing. You were right. And I even told Bobby, I'm like, dude, when you get back from LA, I'm making you chicken wings in the air fryer. He asked me, he said, hey, do you want me to bring you some chicken wings? I'm making some like uh, lemon pepper chicken wings. And I was like, man, I'm leaving in the morning, but I'm going to take this coupon. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna turn it back in when we get back. You got it. So that's awesome. All right. Uh, nice job, Ray. Nice job, Eddie. Nice job, me. Yeah. And that concludes this segment. <laughs> Yesterday on the show, we told Lunchbox, he does not have to go to space. He did not get drawn. He was so pumped about it. But your wife didn't hear that segment. Right. My wife had no idea. Hadn't heard that segment, so she was in the dark. Still thought it was a possibility I was going to space. Was she worried? Uh, absolutely. She does not like the idea of me going to space. Like, when we brought up the drawing, she was like, that's just stupid. Like, why would you have to do that? I don't want you going to space. But she said, but what are the odds you're going to win the drawing? So it's probably you're not going to go to space. So just a, a quick recap. There was this charity thing that St. Jude was doing, and you could buy, you know, basically raffle tickets. And if they drew you, you'd go up into a manned spaceship, and they're going to shoot somebody off, and it's going to orbit the Earth. There's a whole thing. We drew on the show, Lunchbox Lost, so we put in a bunch of money, and all the tickets said his name on it. That's pretty much the story, right? That's it. Yeah. Ugh. So we had a whole thing. Lunchbox, did you get in? He did not. But he did not tell his wife 
However, you went home and recorded her, and you told her that you did. Yes, I went home yesterday <laughs> after the show, and I was like, hey, I'm going to space. You're never going to believe it. Like, I got drawn. Is this her honest reaction, or was she, did she know you were up to something? She had no idea. This is her honest reaction. I kept my phone. Like, I had a hoodie on, so you have that little pocket in the front. So that's where the, the phone is, so she doesn't even see it. So I'm just like, ugh. I'm devastated. I'm upset, and she can feel my emotion. Oh, this is some acting stuff from like yes. your acting oh, classes. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm putting it into play here. What were you channeling? I, I was just channeling, like, I was like thinking of a sad scene, you know, like the notebook when that lady's dying at the end, and <laughs> I got to play on those emotions because I have to make it seem genuine that I'm sad and I'm upset because I don't want to go to space either. Okay, here's Lunchbox telling his wife he got picked to go to space. Here we go. What? I'm going to space. <laughs> what? You know how I told you the drawing? Yeah, from like thousands of people. Yeah, they reached out to Scuba and told him I'm the one. They because, and so they're gonna announce it like publicly on Saturday. I don't like this. When, when are you supposed to go? September. This September? Yeah, I think that's the earliest it says. I don't know. We're gonna talk about this more later. I'm tired. Like, what do you mean more? Well, like you're not gonna get out of this space. So. <laughs> what if it's lose my job or go to space? You've already been arrested for this job. That's enough. You're not going. You're not losing your life. <laughs> <laughs> if that were a real situation, and that you were picked to go to space, what would you have done? I there's I, I don't know because there's no way I was going. Like I, I don't know how you get out of it. I don't know, but there was no chance. If I was drawn, there was no chance I was getting on that spaceship, and. I would be too scared to do it. There's no way I would do it. I don't know. They would have to let me out. That's all I know. Uh, but she immediately pulled out her phone and started Googling and found out they'd already announced who was going. <laughs> <laughs> Lunchbox really commits to this role because he throws a profanity yeah, out immediately. <laughs> like he's cursing from the top. Why? Ray, play that, few, play that first part back. What? I'm going to <laughs> space. Let's <laughs> see <laughs> like the Oscars clip. <laughs> hey. You gotta own it, guys. <laughs> that means business, right? That's, when you say that, yeah, she knows I'm upset <laughs> if I come in with the curse word right away. Like she knows, okay, this isn't a joke. And up for best supporting actor <laughs> for his role in Space Mission, it's Lunchbox. What? I'm going to <laughs> space. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when they have the close up of him on the camera. Uh, like, oh, and then so he's good. like, "Thank you, thank you." And then he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo. All right, nice work, Lunchbox. It is weird to know that if you did get picked, she wouldn't let you go. Uh, she wouldn't let me go. I wouldn't let me go. Guys, I don't know what I would do. Like, I would go into hiding. Like, I, I don't want to get, like, like people dodge the draft. I'd be dodging space. Like, there ain't no way. Dodge no space. chance. <laughs> Later when he tries to run for, like, president, they're like, you're a space dodger. <laughs> Today is April Fool's Day. Keep one eye open. Hey, keep both of them open during the daytime. People are trying to get you all the time. So, lots of dumb pranks, lots of dumb things in the news. So, today, let's turn this into a learning moment. I'll give you a common myth that you've probably read on the internet, heard growing up. Ed, you tell me if it's fact or fool, okay? Got it. And more than a game, this is just a way for listeners to hear this stuff and actually know if it's real or not, okay? Okay. You have to wait 24 hours to report a missing person. Is that true, fact, or fool? We've always heard, gotta wait 24 hours to report somebody's gone. Uh, I believe that's fact. Ooh, it is, it fact. is It is full. You do not have to wait 24 hours to report someone missing in the United States. There is no law about waiting. 
thing. Push. I feel like in all the movies, they say, like, it's a little too early, ma'am. Um, we'll wait 24 hours. They actually say don't lose precious time. It's extremely important if the person is truly missing. Mm. So you don't have to wait 24 hours. That's full. Next. It burns more calories to eat celery than the celery actually provides. That's full. You don't think that's true? Nah, nah, nah. That's a fool. It is fact. What? The, the amount of calories your body burns trying to digest this plant is greater than the amount of calories it contains. So if you want to lose weight, you just eat celery and then your body just burns a bunch of fat. Processing. I guess, but if you want to eat a bunch... That's, <laughs> that's weird. Is that your new diet, Eddie? Yeah, now I'm going to do red wine and celery. <laughs> a penny dropped from the top of the Empire State Building will kill you. Fact or fool? Fact, 100%. The velocity of that penny, boom, go right through your body. Which, by the way, you're 0 for 2 so far. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but this is a fact. Okay, you say fact, that penny will what, like crush into your skull or Absolutely. what? Absolutely. It's like a bullet coming down. Okay. The answer is fool. Oh, boy. On Mythbusters, the scientists determined that a penny traveling at terminal velocity cannot penetrate concrete or asphalt. It wouldn't cause serious damage to a person, and even at the speed of sound, it would not damage flesh. At most, if it hits you falling from the building, it would just sting a little bit. I don't know. I think we need to try this. They did try it. <laughs> That's what Mythbusters did. It's crazy. I don't get it. Fact or fool, cracking your knuckles a lot will give you arthritis. Fact. So far, you're 0 for 3. Correct. Yeah. Uh, fool. <laughs> what? How can cracking your knuckles be good for you? Doctors say there is literally no harm in cracking your knuckles. The noise of cracking or popping in our joints is actually nitrogen bubbles bursting in our cinevial fluid, and it does not lead to arthritis. Nice job pronouncing that word, by the way. I don't even know if I said it right. I just commit. <laughs> you just went with it. Yeah, I just go. <laughs> Somehow, Eddie, you're 0 for 4. Uh, but, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are, too. All this stuff sounds whacked. How about this one? Come on. We've heard this forever. Carrots are good for your eyes. Yes. Yes, that's a fact. Absolutely, it helps your vision. You think carrots, like Bugs Bunny, are good for your eyes? <laughs> my parents have said that, I mean, since I was a kid, and I'll, I'll, now I tell my kids this, so it's fact. I'm going to let you change it if you'd like. Nope. And see, this is your trick. You're trying to get me to change it because I'm finally going to get one right. Come on. <laughs> or am I doing the opposite? <laughs> I, I see. I don't know. <laughs> uh, although carrots may not improve your vision, research suggests they can help maintain it. It's fact, Daddy. Nice job. Yeah. Finally. The reason lies with beta carotene, and it helps your body convert things to vitamin A, your body then uses vitamin A to build proteins for eye cells. If you have too little of it, you might even suffer from night blindness. Carotene? Is that word the carrot? So it's called carotene? That's kind of cool. And it's spelled the same, too. Whenever it's no, just a- it's not. Oh, it's, it's not. not. There's, there's okay. one R in carotene. Okay. That is a coincidence, though. Uh, one final one. Come Eddie. on. It takes seven years for your body to digest fully a piece of gum. Totally. Fact. It's like, sure? it's like styrofoam in the environment. It's, Who's eating styrofoam? Oh, I thought you were probably, no, 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 no. It's like styrofoam. <laughs> no, no. You know how like people say styrofoam, it takes like 20 years for it to biodegrade or whatever. Yeah. Gum, same thing. Seven years. Actually, full. Mm. Actually, gum will pass right through you and leave your body within a matter of hours or maybe days. According to Healthline, the ingredients in gum can't be digested at all, so your body just moves it on through. Oh. 
Man, I feel like they just lie to us with a bunch of these things. I feel like you missed six of seven. I think if you flipped a coin, you would just do better. Would you have gotten these right? Probably five. I knew the missing person one. I would have missed the celery one. I'd, I'd have thought that was a trick question. Mm-hmm. I don't think a penny would kill you. How not? Like a penny, it's like flying through the air but and you realize, pulling it. Okay, but you once it hits its peak speed, it doesn't keep gaining speed the whole time. Is this like that riddle where it says like what falls faster, a pound of feathers or a pound of... No, balls. because if you dropped a brick off the top of the building, it mm-hmm. would kill you. Oh, okay, so it's not the same thing. But they only go so fast. They don't continue to gain speed the longer they fall. Okay. Does I that make sense? The, yeah, but I thought the gravity of the penny would just kind of pull fast. But no, you're right. Uh, I'd got carrots. Yeah, I would have gotten, I think, five or six out of seven. What about this, the gum one? Would you have gotten the gum right? Oh, the easy, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I can't believe you missed the gum one, actually. That was the one I thought I put there at the end for the softball. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. A couple years ago, there's a middle school teacher, Finn Lanning. He was a math teacher, and he found out that one of his students had a kidney problem. And even worse than that, he was a foster kid but couldn't really find a home because couldn't find a home that, that, that could really help with his needs, with his Dang. kidney problems. That's a... Well, and think about that. Lot. Double like, whammy. Just finding a home would be hard, but if you have a medical problem? Right. So that's all he needed to hear. So he got certified to be a foster parent. He ended up fostering the kid for a few years. Now, the little boy Damien, he's 15 years old. He got a kidney transplant and is now adopted by the middle school teacher. Wow. That's, cool. that's a great story. Yeah, not great. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Let's go over and do the news. Bobby's Big Story. A man was arrested for shooting at a group of bikers after he wrote a rap song detailing the incident. Delaney Jamal Battle Donson, 32 years old, was arrested after barricading himself into his home with a weapon. Deputies were serving an arrest warrant for the shooting. Here is a news report. Because, guys, remember, he rapped about this. He basically told the whole story. From WEAR ABC 3 News. Here you go. Once inside, the report says deputies found lyrics to a rap song called Shots Fired, Strike Back, an apparent play-by-play of the shooting. Less than 24 hours later, Sheriff Chip Simmons tells me they ended up back at the home after receiving 911 calls. Neighbors were listening to him and he was talking a little bit, a little bit crazy. When they arrived, Simmons says his team realized it was Battle Donson. So he's making comments to the effect, um, I should have killed y'all yesterday, could have been this and that. The reason Sheriff Simmons says they brought out their SWAT team. Gotta get a SWAT team on him because he admitted in a rap song. It's like people who get on Instagram Live and commit crimes. I don't want you to commit a crime, but if you do, don't stream it. <laughs> and if you're in that jury too, you're just like, all right, not much to talk about here, huh? All right, we're done. They're like, play that again. <laughs> mm. They start feeling it. Mm. They're like, they save it on their streaming playlist. <laughs> but what a moron. All right, next up, let's go. Bobby's other story. Eddie, when you use maps on your phone, which maps do you use? Google Maps. Because the options are basically Google Maps, Apple Maps, or Waze. And I guess there are others too, but those are really the three that I have. And I use Google Maps the most as well. Google has announced several new features that are coming to Google Maps. The coolest one lets you navigate indoors using augmented reality, which displays arrows and markers on your phone screen to show you where to go. So it's like airports, malls, train stations. So you put your phone up and you walk with it and it has an idea of what's in front of you. And it's like, no, walk this way. Here's an arrow that goes here. 
So if you're in an airport, for example, and you need to find a gate or an ATM, you just type it in, and it will walk you right through it on your phone. Wow, that's really cool. It's basically like you're in a video game. That's awesome. And finally, things you should not do when getting your vaccine. Number one, don't take over-the-counter medications like Advil or Tylenol right before you get your shot. There's a chance it could interfere with the immune response doctors want to see. When Eddie was getting his, I know you texted me and you were like, hey, I need to sit here for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Am I going to die? And I was like, no, dude, they do this to all of us. You thought you were special? I, well, I didn't see anyone else waiting. So I'm like, I wonder why they're making me wait. But also, too, like when I posted my picture, I was almost in a flexing motion when they did the, the shot. And people were telling me, don't do that because that'll make it hurt even more if you do that. So straighten arm out. Who knows? That's what they say. You mean just the pain? The, the pain where the actual injection went in. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about drinking alcohol. They say too much can weaken your immune system in general, but there's no evidence that it affects the vaccine at all. Don't get a tattoo or piercing right after your shot. Oh, dang. I was going to get tongue piercing after my next shot on Monday. <laughs> your belly button. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't book other <laughs> vaccines around the same time. Wait, what else are you trying to get? You just trying to knock it all out at once? <laughs> don't push yourself to exercise. Most people should be fine, but if you're tired, take a day off. Don't forget to hydrate, and then don't lose your vaccine card. That's the last one. I saved it for Raymundo. And Staples, Office Depot, Office Max will laminate it for free right now. But you should also take a photo of it just in case you lose it. Ray, where are you on your vaccine card? Yeah, first of all, doctors, how about we make it look more professional so people don't just trash it. But yeah, I got to pick it up. <laughs> okay. And then on, uh, I believe tomorrow I'm getting the vaccine, second one. You know, doctors everywhere are taking note. They're like, oh, that's a good point, Ray. I'm going to switch up how we're doing the vaccine card all, ac- all across the world. Uh, all right, thank you. That is your news. Bobby's Big Story. All right, time for another fact or fool. Since today's April Fool's Day, I'll read you some things that we've heard our whole life. Eddie, all you have to do is tell me if it's fact <laughs> or if we're a fool for believing it. Okay? I mean, it sounds easy. Come on. You did terrible last I time. I know. <laughs> Ready? Yeah, come on. Fact or fool. Extended laptop use can damage men's swimmers or sperm. Bones, I think about this all the time. When I'm in bed, you know, working on my laptop, it's right over my swimmers. I say this is fact. Why do you worry about that? Haven't hasn't you guys already taken care of that? It doesn't matter though. I mean, you don't want to damage your swimmers no matter how old you are. That is fact. Yes. Regular and long-term placement of a laptop on the lap of a man can cause a rise in temperature which can kill sperm. Hey, what about what about you? You're in this situation where you're gonna need them. Yeah, it's it's weird. I sleep on a laptop under my butt and then one on top as well. well. So I like to make a sandwich. <laughs> So you're really trying to kill and them. And I, I keep them running. And so I, I wish I wouldn't have done that for years because I'm trying to now get back in the game. Okay. Walt Disney's body is cryogenically frozen. Fact or full? Just like Han Solo, this is fact. You really believe that? Yes, I do. Like uh, uh, who else? Ted, Ted, um, baseball player. What's his name? Ted Williams? Red Sox. Ted, Ted yeah. Williams' head's frozen. You believe that? Yeah, isn't he frozen? I think he's completely frozen. This is mm-hmm. fact. It is full. His oh. biography states that after he died from lung cancer in 1966, his body was cremated in Glendale, California. Oh. The rumor likely got started because the president of the Cryonic Society of California said that they had inquired about the process. Mm. Okay, next up. On average, you swallow eight spiders a year in your sleep. What? Oh. Do you sleep with your mouth open like this? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I do. And there's no way that spiders are just crawling in. How How often? On average, you swallow eight spiders a year in your sleep. 
That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's the biggest fool I've ever heard. The answer is fool. <laughs> Come on. You don't think we know? Thankfully, this one's far from true. Scientific American claim that spiders don't intentionally crawl into bed because there's no prey and there's no care for humans. That, right. You know, they don't care. But we do when we sleep. To the same article, swallow 19 goldfish randomly. They just somehow end up in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, the spider thing was always weird to me, too. Like, how? When do they crawl in your mouth? And I feel like I would go in the middle of the night if yeah. one got in my mouth. Now, if you said, like, swallow like, hair, I would believe that. I mean, I find hair in my mouth all the time. I don't know how, why, what. Fact or fool that if you touch a baby bird, the parents will abandon it or kill it. You ever heard that? Yes, absolutely. I touched a baby bird recently, and but I got just bombarded with comments saying, don't do that because of that reason that you just said. So I say it's fact. Why'd you touch a baby bird, by the way? There was a baby bird underneath my car, and I put it on Instagram. Uh, the answer is full. In reality, most birds don't do that. If you help a baby bird back into the nest, it should be fine. You actually helped it live. Oh. Yeah, I'm wrong again. One more. Shaving your facial hair will make it grow back thicker. Fact or full? 100% fact. Why do you think that? Because, I, sh- I mean, I don't shave very often, but when I do, it grows back fast. And then I've heard people say they shave their head, and it grows back thicker. I've never done that, though. The answer is full. Shaving hair does not change its thickness, color, or rate of growth. Huh. Shaving facial or body hair gives the hair a blunt tip. That tip might feel coarse or stubbly. During this phase, the hair might be more noticeable, but no, it actually is not. It doesn't. You know, when I was a kid, my, my cousin stayed at our house for a little bit, and she, was, she left a razor in my shower. And I shaved all my arms, my, my arm hairs, and I swear they grew up, they grew back way, way thicker. It's a good story. Thank so you I, for sharing So I've that. always believed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I put that on Ripley because I don't believe it. In the middle yeah. of the story, I'm like, this isn't as good as I thought yeah. it was. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll do a scale here, Amy. I'll read you three stories. You tell me one through ten how bizarre you feel the story is, okay? Up first, a former travel agent based in Hawaii was charged with 47 felonies for allegedly booking people on bogus trips to the islands. Her name was Wendy. She worked as a virtual travel agent for a company. She's accused of booking fake flights and itineraries for clients and refusing to pay them back, most of her clients from California. But again, in one case, a client and 80 of his friends spent more than $100,000 on a trip, flight, hotel, accommodations, but then... Nothing. Got nothing. She just took their money. That's it. 47 felony charges. How crazy is that? How ballsy is that to do? Yeah. You know, you're going to get caught, right? Oh, yeah. That's definitely bizarre. But also, that guy has 80 friends. That's a lot of friends. Yeah. I've got- <laughs> That's bizarre. <laughs> yeah. I've got this room. Yeah. Uh, how, where do you give that one through 10 on the bizarre scale? I mean, that's up there. That's like, I don't know, eight. I got to leave some oh, wow. room for what's to come. Yeah. I know a guy, one day I can't wait to have this person I know tell a story where a guy that was coming every week to COVID test him because he's oh my gosh very known. And this very known famous person was having to get COVID tested to actually play shows because when it was, everything was virtual, but you were still doing things you had to get tested. This guy was showing up every single week and faking like he was COVID testing him. It gets a lot crazier. And I don't want to tell more of the story until I can get this person to come in and tell the story himself. But he spent thousands and thousands of dollars on COVID tests, and the guy wasn't even testing him. That's that's bizarre. And not how bizarre. How, how bizarre. bizarre. <laughs> and not only bizarre. that, this person was recommending him to other friends oh, in yeah. the music industry. That takes it up a notch. And they were all getting tested by this person who was giving negative results. And there was no test being given. Not a real one. That's bizarre. That's bizarre. <laughs> all right, Amy, next one. 
A guy sent his new girlfriend an itemized spreadsheet for their first romantic weekend away. A woman just talked about how she and her new boyfriend were planning their romantic weekend, and they went, they had a great time. He sent her a spreadsheet afterward, breaking down the cost of everything to the cent, telling me I owed him $167.99. He's an accountant, so I get he does spreadsheets for a living, but this ruined the vibe of the weekend for me. I'm his new girlfriend, not a client to send an invoice outlining every cent. First of all, is this a red flag? And how bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. Um, that's a 10. Wow, it's a 10 bizarre? Yeah, it's more bizarre, bizarre. than the... 10 bizarre. <laughs> that's more bizarre than the lady scamming people. I almost kind of expect scammers from time to time, but that guy doing that, well, yes, it's a red flag of what's to come. But maybe you're into that. Maybe you want... A guy that can be super organized with yeah. his finances. Why we act like this is a bad thing? Nope, it if is. If you get with this, no. If you get with this guy, you know he's going to take care of every cent that you guys have together. I guarantee you, if you had sent Caitlin an itemized spreadsheet of everything she owed you from y'all's first weekend getaway together, you would not be marrying her right now. First of all, this is not what I do. I don't make spreadsheets or itemize. Right. So it, that wouldn't be what I would do. And secondly... <sighs> You're right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, she's right. I was like, I know this is a hypothetical situation. But if you know you're with an accountant, don't you want to be with a really good one? Yeah, but I want him to be able to separation of accounting and love. Mm, well, it's not probably not love yet, but okay. So you give that a 10 bizarre. 10 bizarre. Yeah. Okay, next up. A Utah man tried to cheer up his friend by shooting at an ex-girlfriend's house. Criminal charges were filed Thursday against a Murray man who police say was involved in a drive-by shooting targeting his friend's ex-girlfriend. Dang. So they drove by. His friend was sad. So he's like, I got you. And he went and shot at that friend's ex-girlfriend. How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> um, I feel a little weird about this one because I gave the accountant a 10 for the spreadsheet, but this is also a 10. It's just a different kind of bizarre. This guy was loyal to his buddy, though. I mean, he should go to jail for sure. Well, you didn't ask me if it was about loyalty. You asked mm. me if it was bizarre. So you give two of them 10 bizarre, 10 bizarre, and one of them eight? Yep. Which one was the most bizarre to you, Eddie? Um, I think the bizarre was a spreadsheet. I've never heard of anyone <laughs> do that. That's crazy. But have you ever heard of someone doing a drive-by shooting on someone's ex? Uh, no. Okay. Nobody died, by the way, in this story. Oh, Nobody yeah, of course died. not. Yeah. Um, because I wouldn't bring it up as a bizarre. Lunchbox, one was the most bizarre? Oh, uh, definitely shooting up the ex-girlfriend's house. I mean, the spreadsheet, who cares about that? But that you actually went to that extreme, you could have killed someone. That's the most bizarre. What was the other one? We had three of them. Oh, the oh, lady, the... the, the, the Travel agent. Yeah, yeah. yeah just that, was only, eggs. that was only mildly bizarre. <laughs> I'd give that one a mildly bizarre. Yeah, the shooting is probably the most bizarre. All right, there you go. Thank you, guys. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Minneapolis, Minnesota. A man was at the grocery store, and he drove around to the back of the loading dock, and he sees a bunch of Girl Scout cookies, so he steals 270 boxes. Wow. Yeah, only problem is he didn't just take them and run. He went through and was picking individual kinds. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah, as, he, as he was pulling out of the parking lot, police showed up, arrested him, and he had drugs in the car, too. Oh. <laughs> well, he was maybe... Yeah. So if he wouldn't have been selective with the boxes, he probably could have got out of there in time. Yeah, if he would have just grabbed them and gone, he would have been out. But instead he was like, oh, give me the caramel delights, peanut butter pie. Ooh, I don't like the thin mints. So he literally was taking his time, and that gave cops time to get there. I think you're wrong, though. 
Because I think everybody likes Thin Mints. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he would not pick the Thin Mints. <laughs> maybe he was going to resell and he knows what sells best. I don't know. Or maybe he's got the munchies. <laughs> yeah. All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Let's go over and check a voicemail from last night. Here it is. Hey, Bobby. 21-year listener here. Been a fan of the show for the past couple of years now. And I want you to know you guys are cool to 21-year-olds. Uh, me and my husband love to listen to you guys. I actually got him hooked on you guys about a year ago. And he just turned 22. So I uh, love the show and have a great day. I stand by the fact that we are not cool to 21-year-olds. <laughs> You can call us if you want and tell us otherwise. All right, please do. But I said that. We've only had one call in like three weeks, so uh, <laughs> thank you. right. <laughs> I stand by it. You guys have a wonderful day. We will see you tomorrow. Brett Eldridge will be on the show. Tomorrow's also my birthday, so bring the gifts. All right, see you guys then. <laughs> Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show.